Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Good morning. This is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Happy Monday. And this is my weekly economic commentary. So we've been talking for the past few weeks about inflation and how it's not transitory, how it's permanent. So just as a a quick recap, why is this not transitory like the Federal Reserve says? Well, because you print money out of thin air to actually provide stimulus, right? So so the way the Federal Reserve works is, is they print money um, just by print and pushing the button on the printing press, right? And then they buy U.S. treasuries with that. Um, and then they charge the U.S. government interest for something that they create out of thin air. What a great scam, right? Well, it is. It, it is a great scam, but it's very inflationary. So who owns the majority of U.S. treasuries in the world? The Federal Reserve, again, for money that they print out of thin air. Um, They own more than China. They own more than any other country. It's the Fed. Well, like I've talked about for a few weeks, um, saying the Fed was going to start a tapering program. Tapering meaning they're just going to start to buy fewer U.S. Treasury bonds. Well, they announced that last week. Uh, They announced that uh, they are going to actually, yeah, made it public. They're going to do a tapering program by U.S., fewer U.S. Treasuries. So what does that mean, though? Uh, when they buy U.S. Treasuries, it gives the federal government money to operate, right? So the fact that they're slowing that down, other countries aren't buying it. How are we going to meet our monthly obligations as a country? Well, by printing money. <laughs> that's the stimulus, right? They are just going to print money. So that's not transitory inflation. That's permanent inflation because you can't just inject money supply into the economy and then expect it to go away. No, it's there. It, that's more of a permanent thing. So, so here's a key factor that, that pretty much always tracks together. That is an increase in the gross domestic product um, goes hand and foot with an increase in labor participation. Means um, as gross domestic product growth grows, so does the number of people employed. The participation rate, you know, so because and that makes sense as more people are working, more people are spending as more people are spending total output goes up. That's what gross domestic product measures. So we've got a problem because the labor participation rate, we've lost five million jobs overall since before COVID to now. So the participation rate is shrinking. Fewer people are working. Right. Um, yet inflation is going up. Inflation is generally a sign of economic growth. Um, But in this sense, it's not. In this sense, inflation is just simply because they're printing money like like it's going out of style. Gross domestic product did follow participation rate growth. So from the second quarter to the third quarter, um, GDP went from an annualized growth rate of 6.2% to 2%. That's down 70%. 70% decline in the growth 
from the second quarter to just the third quarter. Personal consumption from the second quarter to the third quarter came down 87%. Wow, people aren't spending any money. Gross domestic product isn't going up. But of course, GDP isn't going up because that one thing that, that happens is GDP and labor participation move together. Participation growth is down. Not many people are working. GDP is down. However, prices are going up. Prices going up is generally a sign of a growing economy. The economy can sustain higher prices. This time it's different. You've got fewer people working. Gross domestic product is shrinking, yet prices are going up. That's just because they're printing money out of, out of thin air. So this is very, very inflationary, um, and this is here to stay. So when you've got more inflation, you've got GDP contraction, you've got fewer people working. That's, that's a term known as stagflation. Stagflation is what we had in the late 70s during the Carter administration when we had a huge recession, people weren't working, um, unemployment was high, taxes went up, interest rates went up. And, and this is kind of why Reagan had to come in and actually take over and really fix things up good to stop the unrelenting inflation that was created by the unrelenting printing of money, right? So so we've got the same exact thing happening right now. So here's here's what I predict in, in time. Um, interest rates are going to have to go through the roof. But as part of this tapering program, uh, the Fed is actually going to keep interest rates low for, for a little bit here. I don't know how long, but they have to keep them low because fewer people are working. We've got too much debt. You raise interest rates too quickly and you absolutely kill the banking system because nobody's going to be able to pay off their loans, right? So, so when you have that, we've got inflation that's here to stay for quite some time. So Bottom line is when when prices are going up, people are spending less. That means less economic revenue for companies. That means less earnings, which means lower stock prices. This is just math. It's simply just economics 101 stuff. So, but what what is going to go up as the stock market comes down is gold and silver. And I don't mean to sound like a one-trick pony or, or a broken record, right? But but things go up when prices go up. Gold is a thing. Silver is a thing. Uh, food is a thing. Gas is a thing, right? They're physical commodities. So as prices are going up and people are going to afford to, they can't afford as much to spend, that means global, global uh, gross domestic product not just here domestically, but globally, is going to shrink. It's going to shrink because this is just isn't a U.S.-centric problem. This is a, a global problem of unsustainable debt and rising prices. So therefore, the stock market, not just in America, but around the world, is poised for massive contraction. But because gold and silver are things like other things that are going up as prices go up, gold and silver are going to go up. So there's the bottom line. I know, sound like a broken record. But seriously, we have got to gobble up as much of the physical assets like gold and silver as we can to protect ourselves from these inflationary pressures. Um, and you're going to have ups and downs and ups and downs. And you're going to have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes people expect things to go continually straight up. And when they come down, it's go you know straight down. That never happens. 
you always have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And that's what we're seeing. But the trend line is growing, right? So so get in because um, short, medium uh, term horizon, gold and silver are going to go through the roof. That's what these numbers are showing us. Um, I should say they should go through the roof, right? I'm, I'm not God. I don't control the markets. Um, but boy, the fundamentals are, are on our side. And just over the last 50 days now or so, uh, silver's up over 15%. That's a massive trend, right? So, so allocate as much as you can into tangible assets like gold and silver that are 100% liquid. When you want to lock in your profits, we will let you know. We'll let you know when it's time. And then all you do is simply um, sell it. We wire you the funds, right? Liquidity is one of the keys to the wealth. I've gone over this a lot. Um, Being in the right place at the right time, having peace of mind about it, and liquidity are the three components to wealth. So there you have it. That's my commentary for this week. Labor participation is going down along with GDP, completely expected. Fed announced that they're going to continue tapering. Um, but I expect interest rates are going to stay low for a little bit because fewer people are now working. Five million people, fewer than pre-COVID, are working, yet prices are going up. That's a sign that it's only stimulus money, not real economic growth. So we just have to be aware so we can take advantage of these trends so they don't take advantage of us. That's it. That's it for this week. Gobble up as much silver as you can. God bless you. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.